This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. You are entering the Blaze Threat Ops Center. This is a secure space. All outside comms are down. Prepare to receive the Buck Brief. We're joined by Catherine Zimmerman. She is an AEI research fellow and research manager at Critical Threat. She's an expert on all things Al-Qaeda. Catherine, great to have you back. It's great to be here this afternoon. So I know you contributed to this this uh, report uh, that's been put out by AEI on the various affiliates outside of Iraq and Syria of the Islamic State. I was just hoping you could sort of give us the uh, the broad stroke picture of, of how are the affiliates doing, and then we'll go through some of the main ones and, and, of course, get to Yemen, which I know is your particular area of expertise. But in general, what has been going on with uh, ISIS affiliates outside of Iraq and Syria? Certainly. Just a small correction. The report was put out by the Washington Institute. So I oh, I'm sorry. Credit for work. Yes, of <laughs> course, of course. The Washington Institute. <laughs> but, but yes, I, I was a contributor and um, the Washington Institute convened a group of experts and brought us together to talk about what the Islamic State looked like outside of Iraq and Syria since we had been so focused on the caliphate in, in Raqqa and Mosul and we need to understand how it's functioning in Libya and Afghanistan and elsewhere. Um, it actually varies very much by region and by the caliber of the group that was that was on the ground at the time. Um, so when you look at how ISIS is doing inside of Libya, it flipped an entire network, a group that had already controlled a city and therefore was extremely strong uh, at the time of its inception inside of Libya. It was moving into an already developed group, whereas elsewhere um, – in Yemen, for example, it didn't manage to flip an entire faction of AQAP. It got parts, bits and parts of cells. Um, so it didn't have that sort of strength that we saw elsewhere. Now, in the case of Libya, that was a primary concern outside of Iraq and Syria for a while. But the Libya Islamic State franchise has been under considerable pressure in recent months. Is that is that the finding that the group came up with from uh, Winnip? Uh, it has been under a lot of pressure under recent months. There's the the U.S. is backing some forces on the ground that are going after the Islamic State inside of CERT. I think one of the concerns, though, is that uh, the Islamic State isn't limited just to CERT. And, of course, we're operating within the Libyan civil war context. And we've seen time and again partners become distracted by more pressing objectives and interests to them than, than the ones for the United States, which is defeating the, the terrorist organization on the ground. And the Caucasus ISIS emirate has received some attention in in this piece. 
But they've been sending fighters elsewhere, it seems, more than engaging in at least high-profile activities in the Caucasus region. What's going on there? Very much so. I think one of the one of the main challenges to operating inside of Russia is that the Russian counterterrorism strategy is literally to annihilate the group and towns and villages where the group is based. Um, so it's very, very hard for insurgencies to get started inside of the Caucasus. Um, but noting that, I think just over the past couple of days, we saw Russia had detained a, a, a cell of ISIS suspects that were planning attacks. Um, so certainly there are many more terrorist attacks being planned inside of Russia, and it's unclear how successful this group actually is. Are any of the ISIS affiliate groups, or I should say ISIS franchises that are out there, um, outs- again, outside of Iraq and Syria, we know that right now the battle for Mosul is underway in Iraq, and, and in, in Syria there's pressure primarily coming from, well, the coalition of Russian, uh, R- Russian Iranian, and Syrian, uh, Syrian Assad forces, um, but outside of that region, are any of the ISIS affiliates ascendant or getting stronger? Yes. Um, when you look at what is what ISIS is doing inside of South Asia, I would say that it is trying to build capacity there. Um, it took a group in the Philippines, the Abu Sayyaf group, and that, that group may be positioned to, to advance. There's also questions of whether ISIS will be able to resurge in places like Libya, um, our analyst here at, at AEI, Emily Estelle, has looked at it and has noticed that the, the group has essentially started reconstituting in the southwest and is positioning itself to target t- the Tunisian state. Um, and, and the counterterrorism strategy that we're employing inside of Libya is really focused on the control that ISIS has over a single city and not over the strength of the organization as a whole. Now, how much of ISIS's success at this point, or, or rather, I mean, how much focus does it really just put on the spread of the ideology and the propagandizing of its state creation projects over actual success? It, it seems to me that as, as long as there are ISIS franchises that are popping up and, and claiming to be, they sort of keep the torch lit, if you know what I mean. There's this uh, they, they can keep pretending at least to be a state-building project when at best, in some places, they're more of an uh, insurgency under pressure. That's exactly, exactly the question that experts are asking, especially because what we're seeing is the rise of this idea of the virtual caliphate, where ISIS is taking the sense that it, it no longer needs to hold terrain in order to be the caliphate. It simply needs to exist as an idea and in the cyber world. Um, and that's incredibly dangerous. What we've seen with ISIS media is that it will claim attacks that it never even conducted, um, so it has incredible appeal to individuals looking to take a local attack and escalate it to the global awareness, because if, if you claim the attack for ISIS, it gets picked up by the ISIS networks. Um, the other thing that ISIS does is really try to emphasize its global presence. So what our team picked up last month was that the Islamic State informally recognized a group that's operating in the Sahel. That group had split away a, over a year ago and declared allegiance to Baghdadi, the leader of ISIS, um, but there was no formal recognition until recently. And so the question that we're asking is, why now? Is it looking to maintain its narrative of being global, or was it waiting for that group to prove, as it has, that it has some operational capacity to conduct attacks? And Yemen, which is the area I know you focus on most, there has been an, there has been an ISIS franchise uh, operating there for some time. How is how is it doing? And it's also in the midst of, of a civil war, a messy civil war that you've been on the show before to tell us about. But specifically, the Islamic State in Yemen 
is doing what right now, and what are its prospects going into 2017? The Islamic State in Yemen is still very much, I would say, cell-based, um, with small groups operating on the ground. It doesn't have the sort of widespread support that it does elsewhere, and it doesn't have the strength to coerce that support. And what we've seen recently is that the Islamic State is actually providing some assistance to tribal militias that al-Qaeda is also helping out. Um, and that's a that's a real change. It's, I think, a reflection of how the Yemeni dynamics are working, where the sheer brutality and the methods that are signature for ISIS are so repugnant to Yemenis, and they're not accustomed to that, that it actually has done ISIS a lot of harm in terms of its recruiting effort, especially now since the rumor has it, ISIS doesn't have as much money as it used to to pay its fighters. So ISIS is the more extreme option in the Yemeni context between al-Qaeda and ISIS. If you're if you're a tribal group and you're picking who your allies are, are going to be, ISIS is essentially more violent and crazier. It is, but it doesn't have any greater skill set than al-Qaeda does. All of its individuals uh, came from al-Qaeda, had the same bomb-making bomb skills, um, and I would actually say that al-Qaeda's are a little bit more sophisticated. What ISIS has in Yemen is the willingness to attack soft targets. Al-Qaeda does not do that inside of Yemen. Um, and so the high casualty attacks that we've seen from ISIS are not because it's hitting hardened military structures that show a significant capability in terms of attacks, but because it's driving a car bomb into the middle of a line of police recruits and blowing it up. Um, and that's actually not gaining it any popular support from Yemenis. Uh, what is uh, ISIS included in this, but what is the most powerful faction in Yemen right now? If if one group was to sort of emerge as as the de facto government in Yemen in 2017, which one would you place a bet on it being? <laughs> I don't know if I can place money on Yemen at this point. Um, I think the single strongest faction is going to be the Al-Houthi Salah Alliance because the interests and objectives are much more closely aligned than any of the forces opposing it. Um, that being said, when you're looking at the internationally recognized Yemeni government, it has external support from Saudi Arabia and, and the UAE and the United States and other international actors. So that has given it a lot of clout on the ground that doesn't match the, the, the support and, and strength that it actually has. Um, I think it's interesting to see the contest going on now where Secretary Kerry just said that he brokered a, a a ceasefire between al-Houthi Salah forces and the Saudi-led coalition. That's the coalition that's conducting airstrikes and ground operations in Yemen. And the Hadi government, this is the government that we, the United States, recognizes, rejected that ceasefire. Um, so it's it's a huge political mess right now, and I think that we're trying to sort it all out. Catherine Zimmerman is an AEI research fellow and research manager at Critical Threats. You can follow her at Katie Zimmerman on Twitter and uh Catherine, we appreciate having you. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. 
If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.